Hello and welcome to this episode of You've Got Mail. I am your host, Bella, and it has been a lovely day today. I feel like January's finally getting going and now the sun's getting nicer and brighter and, like, just feels better. I feel like for the first few weeks it was so dark and miserable, but recently the sunsets have been incredible. I think I say this every time, but they have been. They've been so pretty and I feel like right now it's just all purple around me. So it's been a very nice day doing two birds one stone right now I'm painting my nails at the same time and I don't know if that was a good life choice or a bad life choice but we're gonna see how it goes so let's do a little life recap this week has been an okay week you know it's been an all right week I feel like I feel like I've been a bit ill I've been a bit ill the past few days I've been really really exhausted like not ill as like I don't feel like I've been fighting off an illness I just feel like I've been really really tired I think I've pushed myself a little bit too far but then when I say that I don't really think I've been doing that much do you know what I mean like I haven't been doing that much at all I think the thing that's actually tired me out this week so I went out on Wednesday and I don't normally do that and that has swayed my week and it's also swayed my week in kind of like not just a tired way but I don't feel like I've spent enough time alone this week which sounds really stupid but I feel like I've been with people every single minute of every day like my family or like anyone really I've just been really busy this week and I feel like that has exhausted me as well it's just kind of like drained my social battery so that's made me feel really tired and I don't know I guess we'll come to the middle of January but I need to rev myself up I'm meant to be going out tonight and I think I need to just you know I need to just think you're only young once it's Saturday night I'm going to try. I'm going to really try and make myself want to go out because sometimes I think, I believe there's like an importance of like the self-care and the slower times. But I also think sometimes you just need to be like, get a grip. You're just tired. Like you're 21. I've also got through to this habit of recently saying I'm 22. I do this. I do this. Ask Maya and Louis, they will agree. When I was 20, as soon as it hit January, I was like, I'm 21 now. And now for some reason, when it goes into 2022, I just feel like I'm 22, but I'm not. I still like, because I was speaking last night, I was like, yeah, well, I just, I'm 22 now. And that just feels really old. I'm not, I'm not 22 for like another six or seven months, eight months. That's like longer than the majority of a year. Okay. (laughs) I need to get a grip. So that's why I also think I need to motivate myself. But doing a podcast always makes me feel motivated I'm having a calmer day tomorrow. That's my thing. I don't want to like relax all of today, then tomorrow feel ready to go out and then be annoyed because I'm not going to go out tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? Do you get me? You know what I mean. I already feel a bit more energetic now. This is the thing. I keep getting waves of being a little bit hyper and I don't know why. I realise it's kind of contradicting because I just said how tired I am, but it's not like super like hyper, like I want to run everywhere. It's just like a wave of where I feel quite like energetically I just I feel like I'd be annoying to be around you know what I mean I think it's because I'm in a much better headspace this week and even though I have felt anxious at points I'm not saying I haven't felt anxious because I have there's been points this week where like I've been really really anxious about everything that's going on but overall I think I've been happier and I think I'm able now to view my emotions much more subjectively and I think I'm trying to work out why this is. And I think it's two of the biggest things that have like made this happen. I think one of my biggest things that's kind of changing my headspace right now is I was really bored of the gym. I love the gym. I've really, really loved the gym, but I've been really bored of it this week. And I just, I didn't know what, I just have been just like, not wanting to be there. And so this like a week ago, 
decided to start running. And like, I was like, I'm just going to do this to spend more time outside because I don't spend any time outside, I've realised. I'm at work eight hours a day. When I come back, it's gross. And when I go to work, I walk to work, but it's only half an hour. It's not that long. And so I decided to start running as more of like an outdoorsy because also the gym's inside. Everything's inside. I think it would be different if my gym was like at at sky, not sky level, like, I don't know, on a ground floor, but it's in a basement. It's underneath a hotel. And so you can't really see a lot of outdoors. You know what I mean? I just kind of feel, you feel a bit like you're in a cage because you can't see the outdoors anywhere. And it's a lovely gym, but it's not making me want to be there right now, especially because when I finish work and I go into the gym, it's kind of, it's sunset, so it's really pretty. But when I come out, it's pitch black and I'm like, oh, mm. So this was my motivation for starting to run a bit more, just purely to spend time outside. And so me and Louis picked up together and a week later, I've, I've ran on Saturday, sun, no, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, sa- Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. I'm going on a run tomorrow. That's four. It's going great. I'm loving it. I'm really loving it. I'm not going very fast or anything like that. It's not like a competitive thing, but it's made me feel so much happier because on when was it on Wednesday or Monday? I don't know, but I went on a run. I was running across the beach and like the sun was all over the water. It was a really clear sky. I was just like, this is so lovely. And I think for my headspace right now to make me feel more present, I need things like that that are more like, instant moments of wow this is incredible because when I'm at the gym I'm just like this is boring but I'm doing it and it's fine and I think the gym is good because you really see like it really helps your body physique and that type of thing and I'm not saying it's bad but for me to make me feel happier seeing those moments where it just looks incredible it's really grounding it makes me feel really present in the moment because I'm just kind of it's just a bit, I know this sounds, this sounds really cringe, but it's like awe-inspiring because this looks incredible and I'm here and I'm seeing it and wow, like nothing else really matters. And I think going on a runs a few times a day has helped, a few times a day, I'm not doing that, a few times a week has really helped me with that. I think one of the things that has also made it much more enjoyable is that me and Louis, what... Every time I've ran before, I have just gone on a run and not really thought about my, how far, and not really put a routine into it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I haven't really thought it through. Whereas this time, we've just been running 5k each time and, like, trying to get a little bit faster each time. And not a lot faster. We're talking a minute, two minutes, because I'm trying to do this more long term. I think beforehand, I've scared myself off and made it not that enjoyable because I pushed myself too hard and I wanted to be sick after. Whereas I need to see this more as like, this has to last a while. I want to enjoy this for a while. So that has been a very, very good thing. I'm also trying to meditate each day, which I have for so long have said that I want to meditate more and be better at managing my headspace. Because I think that I am good at managing my physical health. I'm really, I like going to the gym. I'm quite good at going. I don't mind it, that type of thing. I'm really bad at managing my mental health. Do you know what I mean? Not That sounds dramatic. I don't mean it in like I'm really struggling or anything like that. I mean, I'm not good at actively taking an interest in it when things are good as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like just going to the... You need to go to the gym all the time. Well, not gym necessarily. You need to exercise all the time. You always need to be active outside. You need to do that. 
Whereas, and I'm quite good at that, whereas I'm not very good at always meditating, always looking after my headspace, even when it's okay. Do you know what I mean? And recently I've been doing that. I found these, well, my sister showed me these meditations. They're incredible. I don't like sitting down for that long. And realistically, I don't have that much time in a morning. I'm trying to get to work as fast as I can. And so a five minute meditation is perfect because it's manageable. Five minutes, you can wake up out of bed five minutes earlier. We're not talking a chunk. It's also not long enough time to start feeling stressed about everything. It's not long enough to start feeling not involved or anything like that or for your mind to wander too much. And I've really, really been enjoying it. One of my favourite ones to do, me and Nina were chatting about it actually, and it's her favourite one too, is the morning mantra one. The morning mantra one, 10 out of 10 experience, would highly recommend. She's called, I'm going to tag her in the show notes so you can see which podcast it is. Because honestly, it's been life changing. It's been such a positive impact on my mornings. I feel like I enter work happier. And I like the fact in the morning mantra one, you kind of focus about what you want the day to be. And that's been a really good headspace start. I feel like the morning routine, my morning routine, I've established a bit more now and I kind of do a few more like self-care things in it, which is better. But I hadn't really had a moment of just like calm. It was kind of just like doing, 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 doing. So that has been a really, really good thing. I think journaling each morning is also helping me, but it's helped me in a different way. It's helped me understand why I'm feeling certain emotions. Like this morning I woke up and I was just kind of just, just writing down how I felt. I've kind of tried to do this each morning or at least each day. And I realised because I have been, I know I said I've been feeling happy and I have, I've been feeling really, really positive, but I have been feeling quite anxious at the same time. And I think I realised today why that is. Because I was just writing and... I was just writing about what I want to do and how I was feeling. And I realised that, so what I wrote was like, I think I need to plan less into my free time. So today I'm going to view everything I want to do with excitement rather than pressure. I think sometimes I feel a lot of pressure around activities which make me feel anxious rather than feeling grateful and excited that I'm allowed to do these things. I think quite often I view a lot of the activities that I want to do as I have to do. They are tasks you have to do. If you don't complete them, like World War 5000 is going to erupt. Do you know what I mean? Life is not okay unless you do those things. Whereas the things I'm talking about, they're not horrible things. It's like, record. I need to record a podcast. I need to spend time outside. I need to go on a run. But these are nice things. They're not horrible things. They're not things I don't enjoy doing. I like making time for them. And I think I've started to take the fun out of those activities by putting this pressure on them, this I have to rather than I want to. And so that's my thing for this week. I know last week was more sleep. That didn't go to plan in the slightest. I think I went to bed at 12 or 1am every day. So this is a new week. I'm trying that a little bit more, much more actively. But another big thing is kind of trying to be excited about the things I have to do. No, things I want to do. Changing the language around how I speak about them. Because I think sometimes I also speak about things in a way that gives me anxiety. Do you know what I mean? I'll be waking up in the morning and I'll look at Louie and I'll be like, oh my God, I have so much to do today. I have to record a podcast, go on a run. I have to meet my family for lunch. I have to blah, blah. And I lift out this massive list of things I have to do. But I don't have to do them. I want to do them. And putting them in that light makes everything so much worse, makes everything feel really, really unenjoyable. So that is another thing. I'm switching around this week. Big news of this week. Oh my God, no. 
I was waving my hands around. I just got loads of like gross things in my nails. It's fine. It's fine. We move on. But the big news this week is that I sent off my application for my master's only to one of the unis. I'm not going to say any more because, I mean, I've probably already told you all, but I'm not going to say any more in case it doesn't work out. But I did send it off. And I began, when I sent it off, I started panicking. And I started thinking about all the other options and whether I wanted to do this. And I started thinking about another university and that I wanted to go there more. And I was weighing it all up and getting really anxious and quite panicked about the entire thing. And it's taken me maybe a week, nearly a week to realise that I actually want to go to my original choice. I mean, I might not get in there. That's the other thing. But I want to get in there. And I think the reason I started weighing up other options was because I'm scared. I think I realised I'm scared of going to London. I'm scared of it. I am. I think I start to panic and I start to think about other unis and I start to convince myself against London. I was like, London's dangerous. It's so expensive. It's too busy. I won't make any friends. What if I'm lonely? The other university's just as good. Listing off this massive reasoning. And all those things are true. London is expensive. It is busy. I might be lonely. All of those things are possibilities or certains. But I think I always knew them. And the reason they were popping into my mind was because I was scared. I was scared of committing to this new plan I was scared of leaving home again I've got really comfortable here I've been here for two years now no I've been here yeah oh my god I've been here for two years at home and it's scary leaving again I've got so comfortable here I think I've got so comfortable in my personal space like I've got so comfortable in my bedroom and how things are and kind of my routine and the gym and things like that And I think change is scary. I know I talk a lot about self-growth and growing and the journey that we're all on and that type of thing. I know I chat a lot about it. But I think it's okay sometimes to be scared of the journey that you're going in. I think it's okay to be scared and apprehensive of the change that's coming. Because it is scary. But I think if you're not scared a little bit, if you're not feeling a little bit uncomfortable with what's going on, then you're not really growing. You're just fooling yourself. Because if what you're doing is comfortable you're not pushing yourself out of your own boundaries and you're not progressing as much as you could have. So when I start to feel a bit scared, sorry, I'm just going to have to move my feet going numb. When I decide, I'm glad I applied and I think I will still end up going to London. Like I'm pretty, pretty definitely, well, if I get in, that is, I'm definitely sure. But I am glad I had this little wobble because now I know how to cope with it in the future because now I know that I am just scared of change. But I don't, I don't know why. I think I've always been scared of change, to be honest. I've always found change a really tricky thing to get my head around. I've never been good at it in the slightest. Makes me really nervous. It makes me really anxious. But that's silly because I'm so kind of obsessive with becoming like this best version of myself. But I'm scared of the change that matches with that. I'm scared of how things will be different when I'm going there. I'm scared of the outcome of what could happen. But as I said before, it's really important that you carry on doing things that make you a little bit scared. It's really important to have goals. I think this is the thing you need to be wary of. If you have goals that make you a little bit scared, that's good. And that's what I was saying. It's good that you're kind of like growing out of your comfort zone. But you need to make sure that you're solidifying those goals Because this is something, as I said earlier, that I put off for so long. I think my master's application, I didn't send it for so long because I was scared. But I needed to solidify them. 
you have to commit to your goal, otherwise it's never going to happen. And what's scarier than not committing is it never happening. And so you have to do it. It's just hard, isn't it? It's scary. It's really scary. It's scary committing to a potential other option. It's scary kind of... I think when you commit to a different thing, like me with my master's or a new job or something like that, even if you've been thinking about it for a while, I feel like you're really you're committing now, you're really acknowledging that this chapter that you're in right now is over and you're ready for a new one. And that is scary in yourself. It's really, it's frightening. And I don't know, I wish I was some one of those people who thrives off change. And I actually know, I think I do thrive off change. I wish I was one of those people who wasn't scared of change, just jumped at every opportunity and was happy with it. But I guess it's good to be a little bit apprehensive. I think it means that I think things through <laughs> probably way too much, way, way too much. But the biggest thing that I'm recently realising is that the sooner you solidify these goals, the sooner you can start moving forward with them. It was like, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but the difference between being efficient and effective, like what Jay Shetty said, that has really stuck with me this week. And he spoke on his podcast about being efficient, doing the things that matter, even if they take you a long time, but like ticking a big to-do list off rather than filling your life with like little meaningless tasks, little like bits that you think are important that aren't important. And that has really, really stuck with me. I think that links really nicely into the need to solidify your goals, the need to finish things. If you fill your day and you're busy, but you're not busy doing the things that you actually want to do, then you're not busy. You're just procrastinating. You're productively procrastinating, but you're ultimately procrastinating. So you really need to solidify them actualize them I spoke to I was speaking to some friends the other like a few days ago and we were talking about they wanted to go on holiday and they were chatting about it and I was speaking to them and I realized well well we realized whilst we were talking I was like these are amazing plans they're incredible plans but you need to actualize the plans you need to make it a not just a possibility a reality you need to buy the flights. You need to, like I did, you need to send the application. There's this really famous story that's like the lottery ticket story. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it was in a book on manifestation that I've read. Because um, this also links in with manifestation. I don't know if you're interested in that, but I kind of am interested in it. And the book was saying how in lines with like the law of the universe and the law of attraction and that type of thing I don't know how to describe it but in line with that you cannot receive so you cannot do well at something until you show the universe that you're committing to it it's like an action of commitment I don't know what the correct term is for it but the story goes this man wished every single day that he would win the lottery, he would win the lottery. He kept going, he kept going. He kept wishing it, he kept wishing it, he kept wishing it. And one day he was at the top of the hill and there was a massive storm and the gods spoke to him and they said to him, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. And he goes and buys a ticket and the next day he wins the lottery. And I think the story's nice because it's showing you that you have to, if you want something... You have to do the things that are going to make you do it. I think you have to do everything in your power to make sure that it happens. And then if it's right for you, I believe it will happen. But I don't think the saying of if it's meant to be, it will be works unless you try everything to make it meant to be. Do you know what I mean? You can't expect to be accepted onto a master's course if you never apply for a master's course. You can't expect to get a scholarship if you never apply for a scholarship. It's not like it's going to be handed to you on a plate. It's not just going to give it to you and that's that. 
it's not going to happen like that. It's not that easy. You have to try everything. But if you try everything and it's not meant to be, then it won't happen. But at least you know that you tried. I think that's a thing that I, another kind of other goal. I think I'm going to buy a microphone for the podcast because right now I just use my phone microphone, which I don't think is very good. So I think that's my kind of like commitment to doing this podcast and hoping it grows and that type of thing. By buying that, I'm showing myself and Universal or anything that I am committed to making podcasts and kind of growing the Instagram page and everything like that. I'm committing to that goal. And by doing that, hopefully it will attract more followers and more listeners and the podcast will grow bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it, really? That's everyone's kind of dream. But, well, my dream. But I think that way at least I could, at least I've actualized it there. At least I've put everything I possibly could into it. It's like the running shoes. I bought the running shoes. I feel like I've committed to the running and the kind of working on my mental health actively now. I feel like by actually I've realised you probably don't know about the running shoes. <laughs> I've just kind of jumped in there. I just saw them. But like this week, I know I've only been doing it a few days, but I just bought myself a new pair of trainers. And they were expensive trainers. They cost a lot of money. But... I really want to get into walking outside and walking in the countryside and spending more time outdoors. And you can't do that unless you have the right equipment because I don't want to ruin my body. I'm so young. I don't want that yet. It, I, I can't deal with that. And so I got some really nice Salomon trainers. And I'm not going to lie, I think I could probably wear them casually as well. So it's kind of a multi-use product, which we like. So I bought them and they were expensive. They did cost a lot of money, but... I'm glad I got them because now I'm able to go running and do these things that I've been really, really wanting to do. I think that's what I'm trying to do with money recently. This is a bit of a tangent, but since now, actually, I'm not meant to be spending money. I'm meant to be saving money, but I'm only spending money on things right now, which are really intentional that I really need, no matter how cheap they are. Like working, because I work at skincare and beauty, I, I just sell skincare and beauty spend all of my days looking at skincare and beauty and I'm kind of obsessed with skincare now like really really obsessed and there's always a constant new product that you can buy there's always a new thing that's coming in or a new thing that's on offer or something that's been reduced and right now I'm really trying hard to make sure that I don't just buy it because it's on offer and reduced because even though it's only three pounds or five pounds or six pounds even though it's only that it's still money and I'm trying really hard to focus on saving and buying things that are only like intentional that I really need it's going mediumly well what did I buy this week I think I bought a lip liner that was one pound fifty okay we're allowed a little under three pounds I spent ten pounds on candles this week but they were incredible candles there's like 30 pounds worth of candles in there just got a very good deal on them all so I just kind of stocked up I think things like that are okay but oh my god I thought she felt a spider on my hand I didn't I didn't <laughs> it was horrible oh yesterday Louis' mum really scared us I was in the kitchen with him and we were just making some cocktails if you've never made a Parisian martini I would highly recommend it's incredible it sounds very fancy but really it's just vodka martini and orange juice very very simple it's really just an elaborate vodka orange but ordering a parisian martini is much nicer to say isn't it really that was again another tangent i'm sorry just kind of jumped into my head and i felt like i needed to share but louis mum was in there well no we didn't know she was in there we're making cocktails and stuff she had hidden under the table underneath all the chairs 
and all of a sudden just launched herself out, just screamed at us, and it came from the darkness. Oh, my God, I thought I was going to die. I was crying. Well, no, I didn't cry. I very nearly cried. I was on edge for a long time after that. So that was kind of traumatic. I can't lie. But I survived it, and that's the main thing. Another mini thing that happened this week is I finished my book, which is exciting. I was reading Shuggy Bane. It's a very... I don't know how I would recommend... I don't know if I would recommend it or not. I'm going to have this thing at the end of the podcast where I kind of... A little culture section. A little bit where I recommend the things I've been watching or I really advise you not to watch it. So we're going to begin now with my little book recommendation. I wouldn't... It's quite a hard book to read. I would recommend it because it's a really, really good book and I've really enjoyed reading it and I think it's beautifully written. But it's a very hard-hitting book. It's about... um, a woman in Glasgow in the 1980s, which after the mines have shut, which was a very harsh place to live. It was not, it was brutal. There's only one way. It was brutal. Um, And she has three children. It's about her relationship with her younger son as she turns into an alcoholic um, and how he copes with that because he's very young when it happens and kind of how he grows up with this, what's going on. And it's a very, I would say, if you don't like unpleasant books, don't read it. It is graphic at parts. It's not the nicest story. But I think because it's read from the like the narration of a, a really young kid growing up with this, and obviously the, his voice gets more mature as you're reading. It's not immature to listen to in the slightest. Um, you kind of, it's not written in his point of view or anything like that. Well, it's written from his point of view, but not in his voice. Does that make sense? Not everything is from this voice. It's kind of, you do hear some parts third person and that type of thing, but he kind of makes it so the brutality of this lifestyle that they were living, I think is almost hidden from you. It's not It's not hidden from full sight, but it's not as obvious. It's not very specific about the brutality. You kind of, you see it through rose-tinted glasses because you hear about what's going on and you're like, that is horrific. That's horrible. Like you hear some of the stories and it's awful, but it's not said in a way that's really, really like horrible to read. If that makes sense, you're not reading each page being like, oh, I can't carry on. This is too awful. It's written in a way of you kind of working out what's happening and you understand what's going on, but there's also a lightness to it. There's a kind of this, this is just a kid and he's growing up and he doesn't understand the full depth of what's going on. I think that does give the book a lightness, which I enjoyed. So I would recommend that. I liked the author that wrote it. I thought the way he kind of... There were subtleties to it and there was ways that he showed you about the character um, and like his personality through his actions. I really liked that. It wasn't too obvious. So I, you know what? Maybe I would recommend it. I think it's not a book that I would normally go for and I just got lent it by a friend And I would recommend it, you know. I think I started off this review thinking wouldn't recommend it. But I actually think I would. I think things I've watched this week that have been really good. I've watched 14 Peaks and it's made me feel very inspired. Very, very inspired. If you haven't watched 14 Peaks, would highly recommend. It made a 5K seem very manageable. Very, very manageable. Slightly insignificant, actually. But... It was a brilliant, a really good watch. It was really fast-paced, and it's just a one-off documentary, which I really, really liked. Um, I just, I really enjoyed it. I think it's an hour and 40. It's about this guy who attempts to walk the 14 peaks of the world, which includes Everest, K2, this one in Tibet, which is mad, which no one had climbed since 2014. Honestly, I don't want to say any more, but it's really, really worth a watch. 
Um, anything else? Listening this week. I think I haven't really been listening to podcasts this week. I haven't been at the gym that much this week, being honest. I've been running more. And when I run, I run with Louis, so I don't really run with headphones in. I think that's been another good thing. Not running with headphones in has really helped me clear my head. But out of the podcasts that I have listened to, I just really always like Jay Shetty's podcast. I really enjoy it. I just, I find the way he speaks about things really interesting. And I really like the way that when he describes something, he kind of, if he says something more meaningful or something like that, he gives you a moment to pause and go back over it. And I really, I like that. It makes me kind of feel more like it's a conversation. It's definitely something I'm going to try and do more. Realising that was one of my goals for this podcast and it didn't go very well. But I'm going to try. We're going to see how it's going to go. But now (laughs) I need to get ready. I need to motivate myself to get going. And I do feel, I feel excited I'm trying. I'm really trying. I think I'm going to wear my new leather trousers, which is an exciting outfit. A very exciting outfit. Haven't worn them yet. And I think, I think it's time. I also think they'd be warm, which is slightly the motivation behind wearing them. I just need to make sure I have the right jacket. But sitting still whilst my nails dried has worked a treat. So my nails are done. I'm going to put on makeup. It's going to be good. I'm manifesting it's going to be a good night. I hope it is. I went for a lovely lunch earlier, just another sidetrack, and it was delicious. And I really, it just made me realise I love British pubs. I think if I ever went abroad, I would really miss, you know, like the traditional British pubs with all the ales and it's all wooden, it's all really old seats. And I don't know if you've been to one, like, I don't know if you're from America or Asia or Africa, any of the other continents. I don't know. (laughs) If you basically are not Britain, if you haven't been to one, but that always feels like when you're sat in them, there's so much history and there's so many, because there's the ones we were in today, but they had loads of photos everywhere of really, really old photos, really old photos. And they always have kind of like hunting, like people on hunts or they're always in old converted barns. And it's just, when you're sat in them, you can just feel like there's a really rich history. And I really, I don't know, it just makes me, it makes you feel kind of like, grounded and it's so in I love the architecture in it and the the things in them because they're always so random like so random there's always loads of brass and copper and loads of signs like the one today there's loads of signs you know with the really silly stuff like we don't I can't remember any of them you know the signs that you see in the shops that are kind of like a dad joke but I describe it more as a mum joke do you know what I mean I don't know if that makes sense but I feel like if you know what I mean you will understand. So I really, really enjoyed that. And I would highly recommend. I wonder what's your favourite thing about the country that you're from? Like what's a thing that you really just honestly, you would miss if you went elsewhere? Please let me know because I'm kind of intrigued. Very, very intrigued, actually. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It has been a bit of a, it's always a little bit of a ramble one. I feel like I have a topic and then I just kind of speak my thoughts and we have a little phone call conversation. Someone described this as the podcast as like they feel like they're on the phone to me and that is exactly the type of vibe that I want to give off. But now I need to go and get ready very, 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 very fast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you have, make sure that you follow me on my Instagram, you've got mail underscore pod. I hope you have a lovely, lovely week and message me your favourite thing about the country that you live in. I'm very intrigued. I love you all. See you later. Bye.